0: The greatest problem in this world is that people are too fing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why?
1: Because society made you fit into a tiny little box.
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome.
1: Synchronicity. I have been training him, my synchronized swimming duet partner for life.
0: Synchronized podcast? That's what,
1: what we should we call ourselves. Hello. Hello! Hey! hey. <laughs> Good job! That's funny. <laughs> Didn't practice that. Um. Anyways, welcome back to the beautiful feeling alive podcast with Danielle and Luca.
0: Yeah, the beautiful feeling alive podcast. We are going to be sitting down and planning our next podcast show together soon, aren't we? Yes. Our podcast. We're going to create one again. We're creating a podcast. Yes. Yes. You looked at me confused. <laughs> well, days.
1: I didn't know where you were going. I was like, why are we telling them that when and what are we, uh, what are, do you want to know what we're eating for breakfast tomorrow too? Like, yeah, or lunch? Well, what do you eat for do, breakfast? Do you want to know what our plans are tonight? Like... <laughs>
0: when i when i chat
1: last like i don't think people care what do i eat for breakfast i lately have been really liking having granola and yogurt and bananas um but do i think that they care about that no (laughs) what have you been eating for breakfast luca
0: well it changes it changes every day, doesn't it? Of does. course it
1: does. Mr. Manifestor over here. No, but
0: this is a crazy <laughs> thing because I do like to stay very normal with things. And I feel like you stay with your... You're really staying with your granola. Like, you love to try new things. You love yeah, to, like...
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that, like, I there's, like... Um, I feel like I'm a really creative person, but sometimes I think I hit my creative capacity. And I feel like lately... This is super... Not what we're going to talk about, but here we are. Um... I feel like lately I used to love food. I like I'd love food, but I used to love cooking more and be really creative in cooking. But because that was more so because I wasn't doing something in my like soul, mission, career, job that was creative. And now what I feel like I do every day, which I love, is creative. Um, whether it be creating like in channeling through meditations or holding space for my groups and my clients, creating programs, like creating videos. And so I feel like I've totally lost my cooking. Creativity, so I just eat the same yeah. thing a lot more often. That's a
0: really good point. I didn't think of it like that. I have too. Right, I, you
1: kind of get creative burnout.
0: We both can. Yeah, cook.
1: we're both actually like pretty good cooks, but I think that we've just
0: like we've almost like put our energy, creative energy, into into what we're doing now, like these yeah. podcasts or our courses or yeah. our content. Well,
1: think about like Steve Jobs. You know how he was, um like he would always wear the same thing. Yeah. Like he would wear the black turtleneck and the blue jeans or whatever So you didn't have to worry so we about didn't warmly. have to worry yes because you do get a le- a bit of like decision fatigue but i wonder if there's something like a create creative fatigue but not fatigue because i don't feel fatigued because like, i could feel very alive but i just feel like there's a certain point where i'm just like okay like i don't want to be creative anymore yeah. like i remember one of um a friend of mine from high school she was training to become a chef like she's an incredible cook and so you can imagine like a friend of mine who I was closer with was living with her and you think oh she's a chef she must cook the most amazing meals and she's actually like no she actually doesn't cook that great for her like she doesn't cook bad but she's not like amazing she doesn't cook amazing for herself because she does it all day yeah. so she doesn't want to come home and like <laughs> spend two hours making this amazing meal she'll yeah. eat just like kind of whatever so I think that that's yeah I don't know this, that really
0: wasn't what we are going to talk that about not, but, that's, but that's, I feel that's like a that's cool a topic. really interesting that thing to share cool, it is a cool thing to share
1: I think that we all need that like creative and I think that creativity is so different than um, I think what people think that it is, we think it drawing or like painting or whatever, but there's creativity in everything. And, you know, like I used to have a cre- a lot of creativity in like making food out of random things. And some people get creativity out of like, you know, building a car out of parts. And some people get creativity out of like a planning, you know, if you're a teacher and like planning some of that, like it, you, we find creativity in different ways. And I think that we all need it, but I wonder if we all have like a cap.
0: Mm-hmm. And then after
1: that we need like a level of normality you know
0: mm-hmm. so you're basically saying you're boring as batshit with your breakfast
1: <laughs> okay it's not boring i think that it's really no,
0: it's delicious it's actually you spruce it up yeah
1: i'm like i'm a juzger i'm i miss the here i don't yeah. know how you would spell juz that i've been always wanting zhuzh. to write juz on like a post but i have no idea how to spell juzger
0: i'm a juzger zhuzh. I'm, I'm not a juzger no. i'm a like get it done get it let's go no. unless I've like planned remember when I like we had people over to watch something we had people over and I cooked up that like um, deviled sausages and I just like went all in oh my god when I really want to go all in I'll go all in but, Forgot
1: the main ingredient. Also, could we just say the devil sausages? What? the thickener. Oh yeah. What was so that? it was like I supposed to be. It was supposed to be like this. Like um right, I have right. never had devil sausages. It was supposed to be this like um like thicker consistency. Like how would you describe more like a pasta sauce? Yeah. And it was basically like sausage uh, soup, yeah. like
0: watery hey, soup. No fails. No one learning. wants sausage no. soup. <laughs> <laughs> no Sorry. fails only learning
1: only learning right right
0: we don't yeah, laugh yeah, at each uh, other we uh, laugh with each other funny, uh, uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah.
1: you laugh at me
0: <laughs> yeah that's true. i do uh-huh. anyway what i was going to talk about so uh, before i think because the first part was very confusing Danielle and I are planning to create a combined podcast to so. be
1: completely honest I didn't know that we had officialized that until we started recording so this is a surprise it's to really me as well political we political. talked but it wasn't like a final
0: no we don't know when yeah Luca was like literally said to, to me right before, before
1: like. we started recording he's like let's sit down and plan our podcast together I was like yeah sure like as it's like this idea that we're forming and then he gets on and so like we're doing a podcast together and that's why I was a little bit confused because I was like okay well, I don't so know. I
0: don't want to force you into this thing, no, like
1: clearly, I like you. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've decided to spend my life with you, and no, I, I think really... you should
0: take it as an honor that I've finally actually <laughs> decided to do something with you because
1: <laughs> what does that mean? Because
0: I'm always doing stuff on myself, you know, like
1: I'm doing stuff on my own, No, too. Well, I, don't know, I don't know,
0: but I'm just saying, I, don't know, I just like, got
1: really defensive then, like, like, I'm like,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean, though, like, I you do stuff on your own. But, like, I'm the one that's always want to be like, yeah, no, nah, probably not. I'm very happy by myself. Yeah. I'm like, I like to stay in my lane yeah and do my thing. And then I think this is... Yeah, so first step, step. we got
1: engaged, and he's like, okay, I'll have you in my life. And then second step, he wants to start a podcast. Okay, I'll have you in my life. So I'm honored. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Divine Luca, for allowing me to collaborate (laughs) with you. Divine Master (laughs) Luca, that's what you're making me feel like. (laughs) Anyway, that's
0: the end of the episode. (laughs) Today we're talking about... Oh, energetically no. outgrowing your environment and this is just from my own way to jump experience.
1: to something very serious
0: yeah energetically outgrowing your environment is something i have been experiencing recently being back in australia and being back in perth i was born and raised partially in perth um, but mostly in western australia and coming back after going deep on this journey within myself and changing my changing yeah. my identity and shifting into my truest expression, a more truer expression of myself, I don't think that's a destination, I think that's just a journey in itself and coming back with a whole new energy to a place that you know, I was growing and evolving in and experiencing life in such a different way Yeah, it's like holy crap it's been so surprising seeing Perth in such an interesting way, like we've been house-sitting, doing these amazing house-sitting, like having these yeah, amazing house-sits like, house-sits, like as we're staying here, which has been cool because we get to stay in different areas and um, stay in different types of houses and it's really nice to mix it up. And one of the suburbs that we're living in now was not far down the road from where I spent a good portion of my life going to primary school and mm. being raised by my grandfather. And that's brought up a whole heap of stuff. And I've noticed a heap of like judgment also coming up on like how once a way that i used to live compared to how i choose to live now and Mm -hmm. then me judging how people live the way that i used to live and Mm -hmm. that's not a judgment to like against the person it's more a judgment against the collective Mm -hmm. against the collective energy and being like whoa it's almost like how i liken it to like when you stop watching the news and then you judge everyone for watching the news because it's so toxic and bad and gross. And it's like, it's almost Someone like... Someone
1: here is like watching the news and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're
0: like, oh my God. <laughs> no, you um, do you. <laughs> but that's right. It's like it's a full journey of like, I used to, it's like same thing with veganism, right? I used you kind
1: to... of do that in general though. Yeah. Like what, that's what kind of a Luca thing to do-ish. More what? lean on the side of like, um, going mm. like all in, balls to the walls. Like I'm committed. Yeah. Edging cult member, and then <laughs> and then you kind of like see a little bit of like the light of day, and then you're like, oh, okay, and then you judge yourself for doing that. Um, yeah. That's kind of like something that you have done. I've
0: been I'm very hard on myself.
1: You're he's so hard on himself. Like it's. Yeah.
0: it's I'm, I'm, I'm. You need I'm, to take
1: this really good program called Worthy <laughs> about being a self Do you
0: feel, do you feel like self judgment is so related to self worth?
1: Um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I think I've recently noticed how much my like inner work for a long time has paid off because, um, and I think it's like related to like the self judgment, self worth, enoughness, not enoughness, capability, all of that stuff. And I feel like the deep work that I've done on myself has actually like, and I don't mean to say this is a shock, but like it's like actually insane to see the shifts that I've had in myself because I really feel like 95% of the time I don't beat myself up anymore. Right. 95% of the time I feel like I'm enough. Yeah. 95% of the time I feel like I'm worthy. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I think 5% we all have our moments and I think that's humanness but I actually like really live that and feel that and I just don't and I used to beat myself up all the time and I used to judge myself all the time and I just think years of doing this work and living what I teach and like moving through the processes that I teach in worthy the clarity code and magnetic and all that stuff like it's it is who I am now it is the beliefs that I've created inside of myself and so I feel like that has really paid off inside of me and I don't judge that part of myself. And I think that you can be really hard on yourself and it's yeah. hard to see because it's like the person that, that you're judging in yourself for some of the years is the person that I knew and I yeah. love that man then and for I love sure. him now.
0: For sure. Like, it's like, it. it's interesting <clears throat> because I grew up, um, like interesting coming back to this area exactly because i grew up trying to train as a you know my grandfather was raising us to be like very disciplined and very goal focused and very hard working and also very much trying to to get us to become professional athletes at like seven years old you know and um i think my life would have been different if he had have stayed around and didn't pass away but i think that's sort of where that heart that that feeling a part of it is where I like am hard on myself comes from mm-hmm. is that I'm getting I, I know I have at a certain standard or I'm trying to achieve a certain standard in my life and if I don't it's like oh Luca but in saying that, it's so much. I'm so much more aware of it, but also so much better because, like, it sh- used to show up. Also, how I mean, we're going on tangents here. It used to show up also, like being. We
1: should call our show tangents. tangents. Sorry, <laughs> we
0: we should be. You know, um, this is. It used to show up when I was like sleeping. You know, when you're super, you and I've had this. You mm-hmm. feel guilty if you're not doing enough, like yeah, the productivity. Yeah. I
1: had that. And yeah.
0: like, you know, I can't. If I sleep in, it's if I sleep in, it's bad. Mostly yeah. because of the conditioning and the noise of what society yeah. says. Especially North America, is a very hustle mentality where it's yeah. like you got to <clears throat> grind. And I and we and you talk a lot about not hard work but dedicated work. Mm-hmm. And that was the sort of difference that took that energy away. But what I'm sort of noticing is like, if I'm not doing it the way I think it or the best way possible. I can get hard on myself. Yeah. In that sense. But necessarily the judgment wasn't necessarily on myself here. Mm -hmm. The judgment was more on the environment, the collective. And it's like almost like judging in that sense i'm judging a past version of myself
1: yeah well that's yeah, what you ultimately are doing right you're judging yeah. a, a younger version of you which is a level of non-acceptance of a version of you which really shows your need to kind of
0: accept that part of yourself because which that part of me still exists it's yeah another in another yeah form in another timeline
1: because, like, how sad you think of that as, like, a like a child inside of you. You're just rejecting, like, ew, you're not cool enough to be with me, basically, yeah. like, you're saying yeah, that. Sure. And it's just not... Yeah, I, th- I, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm just, like, I think from... Doing all this work, I just, there's just no point in beating yourself up for anything that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some things in life where, like, I even look back, right, in some behaviors with friendships and situations, you're like, oh shit, I could have really behaved better. But, you know, but at the same time, you're like, well, I know that now mm-hmm. and that I will hold myself to that standard. But, like, if we want to be a person that's, you know, st- continually growing and becoming a better version of ourselves we're actually wasting energy, like beating ourselves up for something in the past. Mm -hmm. I think just like the shift for you and for everyone here is just instead of beating yourself up, just use it as awareness, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's something that's really, really, yeah. It's like, huh, interesting. Like I did that. Okay, cool. Like now we can move on. So like an example, I think I talked about this in one of my recent podcasts, which showed me like how far that I've come. I was talking about my like body image journey and how like a few weeks ago I was like looking in the mirror one day and I just realized I was like, oh wow, don't look very good right now. Um, I had some like acne and all that stuff. And then I was like, oh, it's bad light. There's really bad light right now. And then I was like, no, I look good. And so like, it was like just insane because that five years ago, 10 years ago, I would have been that would have been a whole week of
0: self-critical. Yeah. yeah,
1: So self-critical. But instead of me just beating myself up because you look like this or you have a pimple or you whatever. And now funny enough, like all the pimples are gone and Mm -hmm. because I wasn't focusing on them, I was just like, huh, not good lighting. Okay. Let's just accept myself as I am. And I think that's a powerful thing for that like process for all of us. But so many people kind of dive into the beating themselves up instead of using that just as like observation.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so if you were to go back to like speaking about like, you know, ener- energetically outgrowing your environment, you, when you go back to Vancouver and you go,
1: what was that? No, no, i just, I think it's so, no, it's keep going, keep going. This is yeah. good. And, it,
0: and you go back to Vancouver and you go back to different, you know, versions of yourself because I'm coming back here. Yeah to my hometown yeah. where I get yeah, to see yeah. all these different versions of me living in di- so so differently to how I live now. Yeah. Even when I was starting this journey, I was living so differently to how I'm living now. And then you sort of come back and you're like, huh, well, wow, I'm different and things are different in me and, and I want to go in different directions and I want to you know, don't want to be around these sort of people or that, not these sort of people, but I'm just feel like I want to migrate around this type of energy. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel when you go back to Vancouver and that comes up? Like, cause you, you know, you had your body love and yeah. self love journey with synchro and, 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 and everything that you yeah. faced.
1: Well, I think it's interesting. Both me and Luca have lived a very different life. Um, but like I had, I was basically living away from Vancouver for, where I was born for six and a half years. And then I moved back, but I also moved back during the pandemic, which was a bit weird because I feel like I didn't get the full experience where you kind of come back to Perth and it's been like real per- Perth yeah. life. I was kind of, it was like we were in weird lockdown yeah, life. Sure. So that was a bit weird. But like, I think for me, like in I didn't have the judgment. I think more so for me, it was like a grieving It was actually like, a sadness because I think I've been talking about this with some of my clients recently. It's like, even though that, you know, that you're shifting, there's almost this grieving for what it was because maybe it was comfortable or you loved that person, that area, that job, that friendship, that relationship. And I've definitely felt that like with Vancouver, because there's been so much of me that has changed, like almost to the point where I'm like, You probably feel this. You're like, who is that girl? Who is that person? Like, I actually don't even recognize them, but I do think that they'd be damn proud of who I am now, which makes me really happy. But also with that can come as you would feel as have both felt is like a shifting of friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that's just a natural shift, which I think is going to happen in life and that's okay. Or like an intentional shift from your part or their part, which is really hard Um, you know, I've had that with some friendships and like, to the point, like, it still makes me emotional thinking about it because it's like a grievance of what was. And even knowing that we still might not resonate on that level, Mm. like now it would be it would be different. Like I've even met up with some people and it's just not, it's not even the same because we just are really different people. Now it makes me sad because I loved what we had. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Kind Mm -hmm. of like it's like kind of like a death if someone passes on and I know it's not that extreme, but I think there's for me, it's been there's level of grievance more so than judgment.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. There is that level of grievance too. I feel well, actually, no, it's not a grievance. 'Cause I feel like that's just the next part of like coming back to full acceptance of the journey, right? Where's me yeah. it's like there was that judgment. And I'm like judging those parts of me, like almost like that cringiness. But yeah. you're sort of like grieving those parts of you. I'm really so sentimental really though too, right? Are, so like
1: things that like what? <laughs>
0: like, you're sentimental for the. Um,
1: <laughs> Luca like makes fun of me because I'm like when we stayed in the house and I was like, "It's our last Saturday here for us to eat this burger together," and he's like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, and then like <laughs> I like
1: make everything a yeah. It's moment. like you're
0: very sentimental with things like your your dad selling that boat that you lived you had for your whole life and you. It's like sitting with about him.
1: that That still makes me upset
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right And so um, It is very different in that sense But Also there's those two elements There's grieving mm-hmm. Those parts of you And also judging those parts of you When you're changing Your environment When you're, when you're shifting Because life really ultimately If you're listening to us You're ultimately on this growth path Or you have You have interest in growing And developing yourself yeah. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally Physically Yeah And um,
1: and growth feels good. Like, well, I think for yeah. people that are here... Well,
0: like, change is a natural part of change life. Change is a
1: natural part of life, but it, it not everyone allows it, yeah. right? I was kind of seeing this recently with... Um, I, I still have a core group of friends that I'm really close with that I love with my whole heart from high school but then there's you just you know people like from your high school. I went to this Luca had a different upbringing cuz he went to like multiple schools, but I went to the same high school for the whole time. It was interesting because I saw this one girl that I know is getting married and like at her bridal shower there's like all of these girls from high school and you know when you like forget someone and then you're like oh my gosh, I forgot you existed. Have nothing against them. They're good people. But seeing it's just been interesting like oh they're all they're all still friends they all yeah. still live in the same area um, they're probably gonna put their kids back into the school that we went to, and kind of like repeating that cycle. Right. And even though there was part of me that's like, oh, that's so nice that they do have that community, there was also part of me that was like, relieved that I've actually grown out of that yeah. because I've always, I knew back then that there was a me that didn't want to get stuck in that. Not 100%. that that is bad. That's just 100%. not my path in life. 100%. And so I've always really craved growth, and it made me really proud to be where i am now where i'm like holy shit in in my 20s i've lived on four continents like yeah. what people you know like i have friends from all over the world and i'm really grateful for that there's positives and negatives to everything right but yeah it's that growth
0: yeah and that's something, um I i'm really noticing too being back in perth was where i'm like i'm My energy is bigger than here, but before I felt like this was quite big, like Perth was quite big because I I, I was fitting here, I was fitting in here differently, and now I can't see myself staying, which is so interesting. It's like, and it's almost like this calling inside of us that you know, for us, you and I, not everyone's like this, but you and I are like, we're on the road, we don't know where home is, whereas, and we don't feel like we need to settle down for home right now, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people you know their home might be calling them differently yeah but for us our right now our journey is saying we're on the road our Mm energy is big our energy is bigger than where our environment is right now and it just doesn't Mm -hmm. feel called so that's a very natural part i think there is this natural grievance there is these natural (laughs) like judgments that come up from that that when you're assessing you know where your life is taking you yeah and especially when you're reflecting on how far life has taken you where life has taken you, yeah, it's like to really just honor those parts of you, to honor that you want what you want, and that you who you were who you were, and that yeah. you are who you are, yeah. And those be there. That's really important in like coming yeah. back to that pure acceptance of where you are now, where you yeah. want to be, and where you've been.
1: Yeah, and I think that that I think I wonder, I feel if part of that grievance is that you know if I I. We've talked about this before but there is we're living in a multi-dimensional reality so based on the decisions that you make based on quantum physics there's actually another parallel reality of you living it out just dis- that different decision so like right, well, you know the theories, theories yeah. right so theories so we've like talked about this before there's like me and luca i'm like there's a version of me that still lives in vancouver that never moved to australia that 100%. never went on this path there's a version of luca that never moved out of the area that we're in right now that never went traveling that never met you know me and so there's the all of those there's versions of us that didn't leave our past relationships right so there's like it's wonder if it's us kind of like seeing those timelines but also knowing like i know that i'm on the one that I want to be on yeah. right yeah
0: and and also realizing a big thing that I've realized is that I'm not better than anyone no, or anything I don't and that was either. and that was yeah. that huge thing that I've come through really, that judgment was like you know I was having a good conversation with my mum about this where we're talking about judgment and you know how often we do it and I was noticing wow I'm actually really I thought I wasn't quite a, like good at this like non non practicing non-judgment yeah but I was like damn there it was in my unconscious showing up, and I and it was sort of like I was thinking it was something else, so I wasn't even noticing it. Yeah. But it's it's really a level playing field. Mm. There is no righteous path. There is no best way. There is no right or wrong. It's just your way and how your heart's calling you. you know
1: what feels good to you, because as long as it feels yeah, good yeah. We're you. all
0: so unique, and we have got to honor our uniqueness because yeah. our uniqueness is calling us down a very unique path. Yeah. And so if your path is calling you, honor that. Know that if you're gonna go back and visit old places, there's gonna be so much stuff come up for you. But you're also gonna to have to just love that part of you that lived there, and love how far you've come, and yeah. that you don't regret any destination, don't regret any journey that you've been on, because you know, think, wondering, what if? If could it have been better here? Could it have been better there? What if I don't change? What if I did change? Just honor that. Exa- honor exactly where you are, because it's mm. exactly where you need to be.
1: And I think that it's important to touch on, too, that there is, I feel like, in this process, like an awkward in-between period where it's like we've both felt this and I think that we've mostly come to the other side of it, but like where you're leaving one area and you haven't yet found your next, but you still don't resonate with your last area,
0: but you feel the next area, but
1: you feel the next area. But so this might be like, whether this is with jobs or relationships or like, this is really big for people with like friendships and friendship groups, right? Like if you're not resonating with a certain level of friends and it's like not filling you up to be there and you kind of moving through the grieving of shifting away from them. But you actually, you're kind of going into a bit of a void for a little while before you find your kind of next crew or mm. your next step or your next, mm. whatever that may be. And I think it's just allowing yourself to get like comfortable being uncomfortable in that void for a little bit. And in that void, yeah. like there's That's a awesome. serving of something that it's giving you because like I was, um, I think, I think I said this on the other podcast, but like, you know, I think everyone in COVID it's been, there's, everyone's dealt with a level of loneliness. And for me, it was really challenging. I have had a really, I had really beautiful friends in Vancouver, Canada. I had really beautiful friends in Perth and then we moved to Bali <laughs> and then we moved back to Canada in the pandemic. And I really felt like for a couple years, in physical person, like I didn't have like my, my core friends. And I really, really struggled with that for a while. But I also knew that there was a reason for that. Like I had people that I could reach out and people that I could talk to. I have all that support system. I have Luca, but it was just like that craving, which I think everyone felt in the pandemic, like craving for physical community, physical friendship. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so it's been so nice being back in, Perth and seeing that and feeling that and being like oh my god I'm not a loner <laughs> mm-hmm. but I really had to sit in that discomfort of not being around physically yeah. my girlfriends much at all for like two and a half years and like okay what does that bring up in me well how can I give myself what I felt like they gave me and like I think I would cry about it sometimes too where I just like miss them but mm. I you know Knowing that that wasn't a forever thing, but that was something I needed at the time.
0: Yeah. To learn
1: how to hold myself. Yeah. And to be alone.
0: That void is a very, very beautiful place. Yeah. In the scheme of your personal growth. Yeah. But also knowing that nothing is permanent. It's not permanent. Everything is flowing. Everything is temporary. Everything is changing. Everything is moving.
1: Yeah. And sometimes we can think that it's permanent in the... we just have to have that faith and sometimes that impermanence it can be like two years mm-hmm. i'm not i, I don't know it could be a month i don't know what it is for you everyone's life is different but really just sitting with that and knowing that if you have a desire that desire is coming right Absolutely. that's that's designed for you and your life in some way some shape some form so just having faith in that
0: Ooh, that's beautiful it was beautiful chat we're gonna go temp in bowling now
1: yeah, that was our plans for tonight, in case you guys were wondering.
0: <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up.
1: Wrap it up. And Hot diggity dog.
0: <laughs> really?
1: I think that it's nice that we get to do these podcasts together, because sometimes I feel like people think that we're just, like, really serious all the time, but actually, like, I'd well, say...
0: You are. I'm super funny and chill. <laughs>
1: If you could see my face right now. Uh, (laughs) Um, Anyway. We're actually really funny. I think that we're two funny human beings. Shut up. I'm hilarious. (laughs) I'm hilarious. But our
0: humor is very different. We're being the seven, isn't it? Yes. You laugh at some weird shit, and I laugh at some weird shit. You laugh at
1: stupid shit. I don't even think that it's funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyways, um, but this is who we really are.
0: (laughs) There's a lot to us, and that's what we're we're gonna. That's what I'm really excited for. You know, I think our growth had to happen before we could come together in in this new format. And I think what we're gonna create in this DK and Lucas show. Yeah,
1: welcome to the unofficial announcement that DK didn't know about. (laughs) She's on the show, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs)
0: Um, I think that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna bring out both of our playful sides instead of serious sides. Because I'm getting over that serious shit. Anyway, that's what I I, I... I do that. It's a pattern in my life. I just take life way too serious. You and do. I've been learning but you
1: also don't need to judge the version of you no, exactly. that well took it too seriously. Well Remember the lesson yeah. we just went through right there?
0: No, 100%. I agree. You're welcome. Love thyself.
1: Love I'm going to go love
0: thyself and absolutely demolish everyone at 10 Pin Bowling tonight. My Let's go, baby. <laughs> Much <laughs> love, everyone.
1: Take love again. you all.
0: Ladies and gentlemen... You are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.